What's up, everybody? My name is Jordan, the Giant Cassatt, and you're listening to episode 24 of the Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Joe. Yeah, it's kind of the uh, calm before SECC, kind of. We've already seen some things. It's also the calm before the uh, summer rush of wrestling pay-per-views. So. Yes. Um, we have a lot to talk about. You did some great notes this week. We, we got Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, a bunch of stuff on here. Um, but first off, you did write down some notes here. Uh, we're going to get to those in just a second. Uh, I want to tell everyone to go over to our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Stolen Gimmicks. Uh, you can find all of our links, our Twitters, our Instagram. You can find our T-shirt store. You can find anywhere you can find this podcast on that link. Go check it out. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get in the show here. Uh, first up, we're going to get into some news. Um, Eric Young of TNA has quit the WWE and has redebuted for TNA or Impact. I apologize. Uh, they go by Impact now. <laughs> I think they have, have been like for 10 like years. ten years. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Eric Young is back. Uh, he apparently signed with WWE very quietly less than a year ago, um, and I guess with the Endeavor deal going around and him not wanting to work with Vince McMahon, he quietly quit. They didn't say anything about it because yeah, nobody he, was working there. Yeah, he probably wasn't like I, in the next bit of news, I'll kind of spoil it. We're going to get into the Wyatt stuff that's been kind of thrown about the past few days, but I, I don't know how, what exactly was planned for Eric Young, but I can't imagine it being too earth shattering it unless it was just going to be part of Wyatt's group. That would have been pretty neat to see. But other than that, I highly doubt that he was going to be a big time player for WWE. Um, but it still sucks. I would have liked to see him get another shot, but at least he'll, he'll be more prominently used in impact. And he's like a top five hall of Famer in my opinion for impact. He's been there forever. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember him like back in the day when he was like scared of fireworks and shit, like flying down yeah. the ramp. Um, Showtime, but I, yeah, I, I really, and, and, uh, super EY. I can't see him doing much in WWE. If like, let's say he was there right now, I really don't see him having a huge career in WWE. So I think honestly, no, he, this is probably- he would be Brace Fall Guy if that group yeah. got got created. I, I I don't think he'd be anything huge. Yeah, unfortunately, it, it's super late in his career. Um, and I don't think, yeah, I think he'd be best suited in a group in WWE. Uh, but he has that legend status over there in Impact, so he can pretty much do anything over there. Right. I, I, I do want to mention that Eric Young is only forty three. So hypothetically, you could he could have a few more years as as a singles guy and have some success. I just don't see it very likely in WWE. I mean, they're they're very hesitant to pull the trigger on LA Knight, and he's around the same age right now. So it shows that yeah. they they. As far as new characters to the WWE universe, they they really have an age limit. Yeah, I mean, and this sounds horrible, but I think LA Knight, and he's more attractive. <laughs> so I think it wouldn't be hard to push this guy. Eric Young, 
doesn't like he does not look 43. He, he I think it has something to do with the fact that he's completely bald. I don't think he has eyebrows. He's pretty scary looking. Um, so it's going to be. Yeah, I disagree. I I think he looks. I think he looks great, and I think that he would be like. I think a few months of building him up, he would be a great character, like a la like a Tommaso Champa. I think. I think that he could be anything. Honestly, not not only like a a killer. I think he could be comedy. Like Eric Young has shown over the years an ability to to be great in any role. I've seen him do comedy, serious um scared like the dude's done everything uh-huh. so i i yeah, think I mean, that it could have worked i just don't think that wwe would have been down yeah the most i've seen of him was like not maybe his earlier years in tna um and then obviously sanity i i didn't really see much of his like he was world champion in impact for a while wasn't he yeah they they <laughs> they decided to put the championship on him and make him grow his beard out when Daniel Bryan was doing his run so it, they kind of copied WWE at the same time um they they basically like if you go back and look the storyline was eerily similar and Eric Young and Daniel Bryan kind of looked alike at the same time it's funny <laughs> I remember I remember people saying the comparisons yeah um but Eric Young yeah quits WWE but there was a proposed uh Bray Wyatt stable apparently um that had Eric Young involved and it also had Mike Bennett involved as characters of the Firefly Funhouse, um, which sounds weird. I, I mean, were they going to unmask and be the, the, themselves like, like, or were they just going to play the characters in the costumes? I'm not sure. I but- think they were supposed to play the characters because what okay. I've read is that Mike Bennett was supposed to be sister Abigail at one point yeah, and it was weird. actually pitched to him. Okay. It never got pitched to Eric Young to play any characters or be a part of a stable, but uh-huh. Fightful said that that Bennett was actually pitched on the idea of being Sister Abigail. When did so Bennett that get been fired from WWE? Uh, I, I think, think this was after his firing. I think this was a bring back type situation. Okay, potential. All right, because there was okay, a yeah, while just... where he was a free agent. Mm-hmm. So, man, yeah, I mean, I I think it would be cool to bring the the puppets to life, but I. I don't. I feel like Eric Young's a bigger name than that. I also feel like Mike Bennett's a bigger name than that to just be thrown under a mask like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm ready for Bray Wyatt to come back at some capacity, but that that sounds strange to me. And if I heard that, I don't. I, I could see why Eric Young maybe wasn't wanting to do something like that. Uh, but apparently, his like main reason was he does not want to work under Vince McMahon. So that could just be fear mongering around Vince McMahon was why something like that would leak out. But who knows? Um, also in the news, Ian uh, Riccoboni has signed with AEW as a commentator. Um, I kind of saw this one coming. He's been doing a lot of work with uh, Ring of Honor. He was signed with Ring of Honor before the AEW deal. Um, yeah, I think he's a good commentator. I like Ian. Yeah, this this also is because Kevin Kelly is working the G1 for at least next month. Um and so Ian Riccoboni needed to be doing collision. So I'm sure they just decided, hey, let's just officially, officially sign him since we're going to need him to do all this extra shit. Um, no, but I, I, I know you don't watch New Japan and the G1 specifically, but you should take a peek at some of Kevin Kelly's commentary in New Japan. Because right now on these like local shows that they're doing in between this big stadium shows, he has to do it solo. And it's so awkward sometimes because the Japanese crowd is already quiet. And when you add on top of that, um, Kevin Kelly trying to fill dead air, it's pretty funny. He just starts telling stories and stuff. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, it sounds kind of awful. 
<laughs> it's not the worst. Sometimes yeah. it is, but but sometimes it gets a groove going and it's not too bad. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, also, Brian Pillman Jr. was spotted at the Performance Center, the WWE Performance Center, I should add there. Um, oh, yeah, so as opposed to the AEW Performance Center. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, he's done with AEW. His contract ended. Um, what do you think about him potentially be- joining WWE? I think I think it would be a great move. Well, apparently, he was in Tony Khan's office, and uh, I heard Pillman has a gun, and that's why he's not in AEW anymore. Uh, so I, I don't know if he, if he would be a likely signing to WWE, but if he did sign per se, I, I would imagine he goes straight to NXT. I don't think that he definitely, be, yeah. And, and that'd be good. You know, that'd be a shot in the arm. I'd plug him right into the NXT North American championship, uh, huh. picture. I think that would be fun. Second did you like my little, generation. did you like my little Pillman has a gun? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> I, I, hope that, accent, so I was like, yeah, I just almost thought you were serious for a second. I was like, well, yeah, I think he was joking. <laughs> no, I definitely was. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like to see Pillman Jr. do a little more character work if he does sign with WWE. And obviously he will have to. But I would like to see him, you know, show some of the acting chops his dad had. Like his dad made everything seem real. And Pillman Jr. just hasn't done anything of interest, in my opinion in AEW, like he was in a meaningless tag team for years he had the one good angle with mjf and when it when his father's dark side of the ring came out but other than that there hasn't been anything to write home about about his AEW run so we'll see sure sure yeah i think him to WWE would be a great move nxt in particular let him build up naturally down there i think it'd be a, a really good move for him um so yeah i i, I hope, hope we get to see that um Pillman yeah, jr versus mysterio yeah, I think that'd be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. North American Championship. Um, Have him debut at Great American Bash. Yeah. Um, you wrote down The Rock and Grayson Waller. They had a little Twitter exchange. Pretty fun stuff there. Uh, Waller even acknowledged it, I think, on television, um, pretty much calling out The Rock. I don't think we're going to get a Rock versus Grayson Waller move. Uh, maybe we will. But like with this whole strike, all the actors are on strike. So John Cena, Batista, The Rock, they really can't do movies right now. Could you see them show up in the WWE and maybe come in for a short storyline while this uh, strike goes on? Uh, I could see Cena doing more work with WWE. Batista, no. Uh, Rock, potentially. Um, especially if this was near WrestleMania time. I, I, I would imagine that Rock is kind of maybe thinking that he, you know, I, I think we're starting to lean towards maybe Rock doing something with WWE again because his last few movie projects in particular and, and the XFL have kind of been flops. I know the XFL will take years to get going, but he hasn't had a lot of success lately. It doesn't seem like. Yeah, no, not at all. But I, I, I would hate to I see think Jungle Cruise. I, I want to mention, I think Jungle Cruise I read somewhere was like one of the largest money losers that Disney's ever made. So. Really? I thought that movie was pretty good too. Yeah, Actually, but that doesn't it. mean that that it's going to make a lot of money when box I, office wise. I thought it did make good money when it when it came out. I know Jumanji made like a billion dollars. Yeah, but the you I'm, said I'm they made up. a bunch of money or lost a lot of money. J- Jumanji made a bunch of money. Like it made like oh, a billion well, that's dollars. Good. Oh yeah, yeah, Jungle they Cruise. they lost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they made twenty million dollars, but like is yeah, that really but after marketing and everything, that's a big loss. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Jeez, I I did really enjoy that movie. Um, but it also came out like 
July of 2021, right when like, of COVID, yeah. yeah, COVID was just ending. It came out two years ago. Um, so, I mean, people were still very reluctant to go out to the movie theaters and stuff at that time. So that could play into that. But anyways, um, I would like to see maybe the rock show up, but I, I if he's going to have a match, I, I really need rock versus Roman. And I don't want that at like just a random pay-per-view. I think that okay, then do, then do. Yeah. Okay. Then do, uh, save rock and Roman do rock and Waller at mania. Give, give Waller a big mania match. If we're, if we're doing Roman and Cody again, and then you can have Rock wrestle Roman at the at the next big pay per view, like next year's SummerSlam or something. I I do agree that Rock and Roman needs to be at a big pay per view, but I also really think the main event this year needs to be Cody Roman too. And I think Cody needs to win that, like so. Absolutely, and then so and then we could have that. Roman and the Rock, you know, because yeah. we could have Roman get even worse and more psychotic, and have uh-huh. have Rock be be kind of the. Uh, the elder's choice to get things back in order and get Roman, sure. you know, reeled back in. Yep. So we'll see. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, Bailey has been injured at a live show. It looks like she tweaked her knee. Um, I don't think any information has come out about that since. Um, I'm not sure how injured she is. I would imagine she's not injured too bad. Cause usually you hear yeah. about it if she is. So hopefully she's all right. Um, because I sure. think that the Bailey and EO um, money in the bank storyline is going to continue to get more interesting as time goes on. So I don't want to see that yeah. cut short. That would suck. Yeah. Um, apparently Liv Morgan was also injured this past week on raw. I didn't see anything about that though. Yeah. I, I saw um, something about that earlier yesterday. Don't know much more about it. Um, it's funny cause they did the storyline injury with Raquel and then apparently Liv got shoot injured. So that's pretty awesome, but yeah, yeah hopefully <laughs> she's all right. Cause yeah, that's, it, that's wild bad luck because she was just off for injury. So I hope mm-hmm. she's not injured. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and get into wrestle roundup and talk about some wrestling this past week. Um, first up we had SmackDown, um, opened with a pretty deadly defeating the brawling brutes in a tag team action in this match, Ridge Holland injured Elton Prince. Um, I think this is his third or fourth person. He's injured the crowd, not the crowd, but like the fans on Twitter are going after him, calling like calling him names, threatening him, all this awful shit. Pretty fucked up. If you ask me, um, shit happens, dude, you're wrestling. Um, accidents are going to happen. I don't think any of these accidents have been necessarily his fault. Uh, really sucks to see. And it's very unfortunate. Um, have you seen any of that stuff going on on Twitter? Yeah, they need to release him. I mean, he's no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> things happen. It's wrestling. Uh, it does suck that it ha- that it's happened with Ridge multiple times. However, this last one wasn't really his fault. I don't think. I think it was both of them. Just a miscommunication. Uh, Elton Prince ended up over rotating too far, and he separated his shoulder. Things happen. You know, it's. It's not like the the big E one is the is the only one that was egregiously his fault because he just I, I I feel like that one is more than likely mm-hmm. on Ridge's shoulders. Other than what was the uh, second one? Because there was one in between this one and um, the big E one. There was one in NXT that I what the hell was. Oh it? yes, okay, that was uh, Johnny Gargano, I believe. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that he, he jumped happened. right on his on his head too. So yeah, yeah he and people. People are just relentless. Like they, I, I he deactivated his Twitter, so like it's, it's definitely getting to him, and that really sucks. 
Um, well, maybe was, he just needs to stop doing the belly to belly because that's how Johnny and Big E both got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe just, maybe just land them on their shoulders from now on so that they separate those instead of their necks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate to see. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know how long Elton's going to be out, but sounds like it could be a while. Um, uh, probably a few months. Uh, I, I don't, I don't really condone the bullying of Ridge Holland that, no. getting on him for for supposedly hurting people and being reckless however it's wrestling things happen it just sucks that it keeps being rage yeah you know for sure. i even last night dominic had a scary spot with wesley yes yeah he so. did um so yeah um santos escobar defeats aj styles butch and grayson waller in an invitational uh united states title invitational fatal four-way match um so santos escobar is going on and he's going to wrestle the winner of the next fatal four-way for this upcoming week's smackdown and i know la knight's going to be in that match and la knight better win that match i'm not even sure who the other three people are um uh i believe la knight's the only quote-unquote heel in that yes. fatal four-way so uh-huh. and santos is t- is a face right now so if if la knight is still classified as a heel uh math would would say that LA Knight's going to be the winner there. I would say LA Knight is definitely a tweener. Um, but he's definitely presenting more. No, sport. I'm talking about the company view. I'm yeah. not talking about the fan view. I'm talking about the, the company's view on him. I think but they even, still, as of now, have him on the uh-huh. heel side. I would say so too. But he, the way he like comes out and the, the way he like works with the crowd with the LA Knight, a heel wouldn't necessarily sure. he can't not also, yeah. Um but I, I think he's going to win. I think he's going to go and face Austin Theory, and I think he's going to beat Austin Theory. Um, or I could also see Austin Theory beating him, and then they advance it to another show. And that, there's that no won. way that he loses to Austin Theory. I, don't know. It, it, I think he could. That would be that would be so goofy. Yeah, let's have him win two major pay per view matches in a row that fans have been clamoring for him to win. Let's just purposely try to throw cold water on the hottest thing going outside of yeah. the bloodline. I mean, they never said it's going to be at SummerSlam. I could see maybe uh, like a cheap victory for Austin Theory if they do it on SmackDown and then they have the rematch at SummerSlam or something. I don't know. I, could I mean, see- okay, yeah, I, I understand that. But I think the way that the math works out on the weeks leading up to, mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll have enough time to do all that. I think yeah. that, that by the time LA Knight Russell Santos will be right up against SummerSlam. So yeah. or close, we might have like one week, and one week yeah. isn't enough to run it right back the next day or whatever. Sure, yeah. So. Um, we had Bianca Belair defeating Oscar by disqualification. It was a women's championship match. Um, it feels like we're leading to a triple threat at SummerSlam uh, with Charlotte, Bianca, and Oscar. Yep, Charlotte's uh, breaking yeah. the record. Also, there was some uh, good stuff with the Bloodline on the show. We had Jay uh, Jay Uso super kicking Paul Heyman, and that alone was worth it right there. <laughs> yeah um, so uh i i found it kind of clever that there was main event jay uso signs back in the crowd um and everybody's really with jay which is great to see and i think that this will be not just one match between jay and roman i think we're going to get maybe two maybe more i think payback is going to be jay and roman in a rematch because obviously roman's going to win and i think he's going to win at payback also but I do think that this is going to be multiple matches between the two. Sure. I, I, yeah. I think they're going to keep the bloodline infighting going up until WrestleMania. Like, I don't think that this is going to be over until just about WrestleMania time. I mean, I could see it not being over until we get the rock, you know, 
Yeah. But I mean, I don't think Cody's going to really tie into that story. Dude, it would really suck if, if the rock coming back took, Oh, took the potential, uh, Cody Roman to yeah. match away. That would and, and we'd never get that. That would, that would be terrible. Yeah. So, um, did you see this new Cody Rhodes documentary coming out? Yeah, I saw that they had the red carpet for it. Um, yeah. It comes out later this month, right? It looks awesome. Apparently, it's going to have footage from uh, BTE on it. It's going to have footage from All In on it, like a bunch of stuff. They're, they're covering everything. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 a lot of people are surprised by this, but I'm not. Uh, recently in documentaries and things, WWE will cover just about anything. Like, yeah. I remember when uh, AJ Styles came over and they showed some TNA stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, oh, my God, they showed TNA. Yeah. Like, no. God, I mean, WWE is basically untouchable. They could show what they want. I mean, they had they, they, they had got clear through Tony, and that's all that matters. Yeah. They had Chris yeah. Jericho Chris Jericho and Broken Skull. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Um, AEW Collision last week, I promised I'd watch it, didn't I? Yes. I broke that promise. Um, I thought I DVR'd it, and I. Why went, am I not surprised? I didn't DVR it, and I, I didn't get a chance to watch. DVR it. I did get a chance to check out some FTR and Bullet Club Gold highlights, and that match looks like it was a good time. It was looks definitely like a good time. Good time. <laughs> um, it was fifty-eight minutes of awesomeness. Um, it, dude, it was just like. It was my favorite form of tag team wrestling. It was like NXT TakeOver era of tag team wrestling. You know, not just crazy high spots for high spots, but it was actually made sense, but also had like some crazy shit in there too. You know, like I enjoy the Young Bucks style of match. However, it gets to a point where sometimes you're taken out of it when it's just obvious bullshit. Um, I still love the Young Bucks, but there are some times where I can't stand their tag team matches. Whereas this match, dude, everything felt right. Everything was hitting. So I I really enjoyed this match. This match was great. And and to be honest, I'm even more of a Juice Robinson fan now than I was before the match. Like he really was great in this match. Yeah, I heard they really yeah, they really showed out there. Uh Jay White as well. So that's pretty awesome. Yes. Um we also had the Owen Hart finals. We had uh Willow Nightingale winning the women's and Ricky Starks winning the men's. How do you feel about those? Yeah, so Willow beat Athena. Athena had been undefeated in Ring of Honor for quite a while, and this was kind of her first loss in in quite some time. I think she was like 29 or no or something. Uh, but Willow's been kind of like the I'd say the fastest women's rising star lately in in wrestling. Um, she beat Mercedes due to injury, but they played it off really well. Uh, Willow ended up beating her, and then now she's won the Owen. Like I think she's going to be a contender before the year is up for the AEW Women's Championship, which is nice. I think she's really, really good. Um, sure. But I do want to mention the the men's final. Uh, everybody assumed CM Punk was going to win or turn on Ricky or Ricky was going to turn on Punk. But no, Ricky just barely cheated. He held the rope to get the three, but he got the three and then he ran out of there. So it was good. I... Juice and Thunder Liger was there for just a small Did little. You say part. Juice and Thunder Liger. Juice and Thunder Liger. Okay, I, thought, I was like, what? No, juice and no, I didn't say that. Juice but. and the Thunder Liger. Yeah, 
It's like uh, the, uh, that's like a, I know I mentioned it a few weeks ago with Zach, but that's kind of like a 2K call name if you're trying to make, yeah. uh, if you're trying to make it, you'd have to go, go Juice, Thunder, Liger, <laughs> yeah. or Tiger. It'd be Tiger because they wouldn't have Liger. <laughs> It'd be Juice, Thunder, Tiger. <laughs> uh, but he was there to hand over the trophy to um, Ricky Starks. And I just, I and Ricky was- just snatched it and ran, <laughs> ran back. So it's pretty funny. <laughs> Didn't um, care. Yeah. Like what a waste. Like I feel bad for, for uh Liger. He he gets flown into AW to do this presentation. And uh-huh. literally Ricky rips it out of his hands and in 10 seconds they're off to commercial. And <laughs> Liger seat on screen for like three seconds. Yep. He probably got uh, day out of it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny though. And Liger Liger does st- funny stuff like that, even these days in New Japan. Every time they show up on commentary, he's always doing something wild. So awesome. Sweet. Um so WWE Raw, Monday Night Raw. We had a non-title match. Dude, I got to say, three. I, I, I need to mention this. Every time we talk Raw, three hours is too long, dude. That show needs to be two. Yeah. That's my biggest pet peeve. Like That's why that's why WWE feels like a chore that I mentioned last week. That's my biggest reason. Because yeah. Raw is god dang three hours. Like, dude, no, please. Wrestling should not be three hours weekly. Anyways, continue. What did they do? Um, actually, it started with uh, Cody Rhodes' nice little promo in his hometown. Cried a little bit because his mom was front row. And then Brock Lesnar beat his ass. So that happened. Uh, totally on excited. brand. That, yes. That's like every every segment of the Cody and Brock storyline. But I like it. I, I mean, I think you their third match is going to be great. Brock Lesnar beating Cody in front of his mom. He should have just pulled off his leg. But for real this time. What? <laughs> ripped his leg off yeah ripped his ate leg it like off. a piece of like a like a chicken leg remember he did that with zach Gowan yeah, yeah. His mom. yeah i think it was in front of his mom yeah but that's a prosthetic leg i know but it, right? it would have been a lot more uh realistic if it was just it, it would have been pretty visceral um like that's how we i don't find know out. how usa would have felt like that <laughs> yeah. that's how we that. find out that cody Rhodes has a prosthetic leg <laughs> that's why he wears uh, you are wild suit. Yeah, that's why he wears tights for like the last 13 years. Also on Raw, we had uh, Gunther defeating Matt Riddle in a non-title match. Um, and then this is probably one of my most favorite things about Raw. W- tag team, women's championships, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville defeat Liv Morgan and Raquel. Um, Rhea Ripley got involved here. She uh, she messed with uh, Raquel. Looks like we're going to get Raquel versus Rhea Ripley at SummerSlam. Um, but Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville win the tag titles, and I think this is awesome. Yeah, in the past, you wouldn't really be saying, hey, one of my favorite things about Raw, and then follow with the Women's Tag Team Championships. But I, I got to say, uh, Chelsea and Sonya have really revitalized that division. I mean, I still didn't watch most of the match. I was kind of, you know, at work. But um, I I really thought, think that this was the right decision. They're the best women's tag team going right now. And especially if Liv's hurt, this is kind of perfect timing. To they're definitely the most go. entertaining, in my opinion. Uh, yes, I think they're yes. A lot of fun. If um, not, if not the the best in the ring, at least they are very entertaining. Yeah, Matt Cardona, uh, Chelsea Green's wife, or Chelsea Green's husband, uh, Matt Cardona, formerly known as Zack Ryder. Um, oh, posted, Zack Ryder was there, yeah, dude. He, he was in ECW. Yeah, he was. He posted a picture um, of him and her backstage. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool that he was there. And then he was at the Cody Rhodes premiere the next day. So that's pretty cool. I know he's really close with Cody. So yeah, pretty cool. Uh, apparently Cody has come out and said that Zack Ryder 
Matt Cardona is a wiener watcher when using the urinal. Packer checker. <laughs> yeah, Packer checker. That's what it is. Packer checker. Yep. So, oh yeah, kind, um, kind of funny. But I listen to the major podcast, the major figure podcast. I know you do too. Yeah. And uh, Ed, that was one of the funniest segments between that and and last week with the raccoon uh yes. <laughs> story dude sometimes it's always one of matt's stories it's always like he's always doing some wild shit where you're like how and why i'm in their uh, like, patreon I, Facebook I, group, and yeah. the the fans of that show are wild they're just like posted pictures of raccoons and like yes. little figures of raccoons. the memes have been so, hilarious awesome. yeah i've seen so many rocket raccoon pictures in that group lately <laughs> Uh, it's it's interesting to see how that podcast started out as like a family friendly figure news podcast almost, and now it's developed into we're talking about championship sex celebrations yep. weekly, and we're talking about blue chew and like dude, it's gotten worse and every, worse. Every other word out of Matt's mouth is fuck. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it, it has gotten so bad. Like I, if you listen to one of their early episodes, it's so different than mm-hmm. than now. For sure. Um, uh, your favorite people on Raw, uh, the Alpha Academy, uh, Vikings rules match. The Viking Raiders. This was actually fun. I know this is a lot of fun. <laughs> Sometimes that's what I want from wrestling. It's just some fucking stupid bullshit. Um, and that's what this was, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Viking Raiders won. Um, but th- this was I did catch glimpses of this. I I went on break and and everybody was talking about it. So I went to my DVR and I I searched up searched through this and found this match and I watched like 10 minutes of it and thought it was really fun. So, yeah, I thought it was a good one. Um, also we had Shayna Baszler defeating Nikki cross. Wow. Uh, we're getting Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam that I think that's going to be good. Um, I don't think it's going to be necessarily okay. It could be good. I think, but I think it'll be good. I think it's going to be placed in a death spot. I think that right. match is going to be used as, as a match to be placed in between big matches. Because if yeah. you look at the SummerSlam card so far, it's fairly stacked in comparison. Yeah, like, for like sure. if you look at it, you've got, you've got, let's see, Ricochet and Logan Paul. You've got um, Roman and Jay. You've got Finn and mm-hmm. Seth, Cody and Brock, hypothetically LA Knight and Fury, which the crowd will be up for no matter what. Um, maybe a Kevin Owens and Sammy tag match. Like, dude, there's going to be a lot on that card already, and I don't know if people are going to be interested in this so much because it's not for a championship. It's just like a – like. I don't know. I think it'll be okay, but I just don't think that this will be in a in the correct spot, sure. and and it won't probably won't get a lot of time either. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, though. I really like when two real life best friends get to wrestle. Um, usually, you get to see a lot of more chemistry between the two than you would see between just Absolutely. two regular people. So I think these two might bring the best out of each other, and I, I'm pretty excited to see that. Um, but yeah, it, I don't think it's going to be the most important match on the card. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it'll be a good one. I really do. Um, Bronson Reed defeats Shinsuke Nakamura. Looks like Tomasa Ciampa uh, is mad at Bronson Reed because he attacked him mid-match last week. We're definitely, I think we're gearing up for DIY. Um, I'm not sure who they're going to wrestle. But then Shinsuke Nakamura got pissed off and hit Tommaso. Um, so it's a lot going on there. <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know where this is going yet. Maybe yeah. in a few weeks we'll know, but. 
I, I would like to see DIY back if that is where it goes. And Johnny Organo hasn't been on screen at all in weeks, months, maybe. Um, so, yeah. All right. Um, main event. Tag Team Championship. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio. Kevin Owens and Sami win. Um, I feel like the main event of Raw for the past, like, eight years in a row have been Kevin Owens and Sammy versus some form of the judgment day or some form of the yes. bloodline or the, um, or the bloodline. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting a little tiring. I love Kevin and Sammy. I love them as a team. I don't need to Me see too. them every main event of every raw yeah. because the result is nearly always the same. Like it's yep. a little boring. I love uh, everyone involved in this. I kind of tuned yeah, out. I didn't watch it. I, I saw the very end on an Instagram clip and saw that it was chaotic and good. And that's usually uh-huh. how it goes. So yeah, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm interested to see who their next opponents are. DIY maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, really I, don't I would know. hope so. I it, would hope yeah. so. Um, they're going to build that up a little bit. Uh, get Cause SummerSlam's less than a month away. I'm pretty sure. So they don't have, Yeah, I don't think that would be on the, I don't, yeah. I don't know if that would have time to be on the summer. Yeah. Card. But yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was raw. Up next, we have NXT, and just really one big thing on NXT. Um, Dominic Mysterio has won the North American Championship. Um, he has beaten Wesley, who is the longest reigning North American champion ever. Um, he cheated to win. That's okay. Um, but how do you feel about Dominic Mysterio winning? Um, so NXT Walmart gold. Sammy Guevara got a win. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, more like <laughs> <laughs> I just said that to piss you off, yeah, <laughs> uh, dude. Imagine, imagine if they were a tag team where you could have like Sammy doing all the work be, and be and having Dominic do all the character stuff. Like, I think yeah. that would be stick. Um, like a young brash tag team. Like, I don't know. I I like to fantasy book AEW guys and WWE guys all the time, but I I think that putting the North American Championship on Dominic's kind of smart. I I think that uh that it, he's got a fresh group of guys that he can wrestle in NXT. Um, I don't know if this means that he'll be only in NXT for a while or both or what, but yeah, cause that's I'm interested. That kind of confuses me is because Solo Sokoa shortly after he debuted on the main roster, won the North American championship, but then they stripped him because he was on the main roster. So, well, they stripped him because he wasn't an official competitor in that okay. championship match. It was like a unsanctioned type thing where he replaced the original competitor. Uh. I forget who, exactly who it was, but I saw some somebody explaining it on Twitter, and that's how it played out. And I okay. vaguely remember that. So there's got to be something to it to where awesome. to where Dominic was officially, you know. That works for me then. So, the, it, that yep. that explanation works. Um, I think he's going to be on with that. As, as, yeah, but, and it works based off of off character wise too, because yeah. because Solo was kind of like the savage. Uh, um, guy that that didn't really speak much in NXT and just destroyed everybody, and that works. That he's kind of a replacement and and destroyed the champion and won, and and it didn't count. Dominic, however, cheated to win, and he's a heel, and it's extremely good heat that he I, won. And Wesley was like the best North American Championship in a long time and the longest reigning, so if not ever, yeah. And honestly, uh, I, think this I politely have Adam Cole over him. Sure, no, I, I understand that, but um, yes. Very what about Velveteen Dream? I'm just kidding. Who? Um, yeah. Um, I think this is great for that championship. It's great for NXT. It could be great for Wesley, too. Um, they're going to feature this title on Raw, I have to assume, with one of the most popular acts on Raw, 
or maybe in a way least popular, but depending how you look at it, people love Ooh, to hate mommy? this guy. Rhea yeah. Ripley's popular. I don't, I don't know. No, well, the they are, they general. are over. Yeah. I'm kidding. They're but they're over. featuring this championship with Dominic. And people might go down and watch NXT because Dominic and the Judgment Day are going to be down there for a little bit. I think it's great. Yeah, time, and, time will tell. Um, I, it certainly piqued my interest. I had yeah. to go watch it. I was like, holy shit, Dominic won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, I actually watch NXT, and I uh, don't watch that every week um, because it's just so much wrestling. No. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's hard to. That was the main thing out of NXT. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what they do. I have to assume that he's just going to do Raw and NXT for the time being, which is fine. He's a young guy. He should be doing that. That's a lot of flights to Florida. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think I don't think he does, but most people live in Florida from the WWE, but I don't think he does. Um, But yeah. All right. I would imagine he lives in Cali like Mysterio. Yeah. Like like his dad. Um, I guess we should talk about Blood and Guts, Dynamite from tonight. We're, we're recording Dynamite. right now. Um, Blood and Guts. I, I th- was there only three matches on the card? I, uh, I, I so late. the show started with... Uh, I got you. The show started with Jungle Boy and Hook. Jungle yes. Boy debuted some new music. It was Beethoven. I don't yeah, know the exact name of it, all. but it was the dun-dun-dun-dun song. Yeah, that's stupid. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't fit. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, I did like all the boos from the crowd. They they definitely huh. turned up the, the crowd mic, and it was too loud for a while after that. They had to turn it back off. But they turned up the crowd mic, so there was a lot of boos for them, and it, it sounded cool. Uh, the match itself never really got out of the second gear. It, okay. it was kind of meh. Um, sure. But Jungle Boy ended up winning. Uh sure. He kind of he kind of screwed Hook. Hook got knocked out, and he pinned him. And Taz was pissed. Is that Hook's first loss? Yes, that is Hook's first loss. So I was listening to Logan Paul's podcast today uh, with Seth Rollins, and Logan Paul actually said something that kind of sparked something in my mind. He said that the fans are characters in it too, and they know who to boo, who to cheer, and I highly doubt. Anybody actually hates Jungle Boy, but they know oh. his character right now. You got to boo him. And they participated yes. in that. They played the character. And I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, they need to the get Anna J on screen with him ASAP. They're a real life cool. couple. And I think that they could be a heat magnet. Kind of like yeah, what sure. say, what say, kind of like what Sammy and Tay were accidentally. Yeah. Yep. No, I think that could work a lot. They weren't supposed to be heels, but they definitely were and became heels because of the crowd negativity. I think sure. you could really lean into it with Anna J and yeah. Jungle Boy. So awesome. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that match. Uh I was out doing stuff and then I got home uh about halfway. No, I got home in the beginning of the tag team match. Um was that the uh, next match or was there something else? No, there was a Britt Baker squash match. Uh oh, she okay. squashed him like local. Didn't matter. All right. Okay. Um I that was the only women's match on the entire show, by the way. Okay. Well, it was a two-hour show, uh, and they had a big hour-long match. So I guess it's sure. not too bad. I understand. Um, but um, MJF and Adam Cole versus Danny Garcia and Sammy Guevara. Um, dance dance battle in the beginning of the match. <laughs> oh, um, awesome mashup theme, by the way, too. Oh, that was great. And I absolutely It's really love. well done. I, I'm yeah. I'm ready for them to put that on YouTube. I really like that. Yeah. It sounds good. I absolutely love how MJF is acting right now. Um yes. he's just he, like he's I don't so know, he's good, like a child. Dude. It's insane, dude. He's just like 
it seems like something he wanted is to like to have a best friend and he's finally getting that and it's not going to end it's going to be ugly i think when it ends but i think he, just he's the, like the only cinema in AEW. all right you know like he, he fit in with the wwe crowd he he would yeah. be cinema in 2024 oh, if, yeah. when the bidding war for sure ends <laughs> no um they also did a really nice uh pre-tape with uh adam cole and and mjf at a restaurant oh, yeah. and they were like they hit the double clothesline on the on the waiter because the waiter brought him drinks and it turned out he goes mjf said this doesn't taste like water and the waiter goes it's 100 percent alcohol and they got drunk oh, and then they ended up double clotheslining the waiter after they got drunk it was a great pre-tape you'll have that. to watch that's it that's funny were they at calhoun i think they were at calhoun i don't know it, it didn't uh, say, I don't think. Um, but yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, the match is pretty good. I, I like the. I honestly, as stupid as it was, the dance battle was pretty funny in the beginning of the match. Yes. Um, that dance. Daniel Garcia's Daniel Garcia's dance move is definitely getting over. It's ridiculous, and then it's uh, so stupid. Okay. Doing it was so funny, and then uh, yeah. Adam Cole pretending. Adam Cole actually, doing it, not even close. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh um, man. It was but, a really good segment. Very entertaining. For sure. Uh, MJF and Adam Cole win. Uh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the match, what Adam the one with Cole, the double clothesline. They yeah. finally hit it in a match. So. <laughs> Adam Cole uh, touched his belt. He didn't like that. Um, it's definitely, I think it's definitely going to lead to a match between those two. And I hope they, I hope they, they lengthen this out. Like, I don't know how long they planned on doing yeah. this. I'm sure just till all out. But I'd like to see this go on longer because I think this is this is really well done and and this is like the best thing AEW has right now. Yeah. Is there um, any way you I, think I just that, think this is so much fun? Do you think they win the titles this Saturday at on Collision? Because they're going for the tag team championships. That, if I'm Tony Khan, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Sure. I would too. I'm putting the yeah, as great as FTR are and as many great matches as FTR has put on, they don't need the belts. They could put on great matches without them. I think yeah. that that. MJF and Adam Cole with the belts could make even more entertaining, uh, you know, promos, matches, everything. Like, I, I just want to see more of them as a team. I think they're honestly my favorite tag team right now. Awesome. Yeah, I think I think they're a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, uh, Blood and Guts match. What do you think of that? Wild. Um, yeah. Like usual, wild. They, uh, they brought out broken glass shards well mox did brought out broken glass shards i'd assume that's candy glass i would hope it's not real that would be a yikes because ask matt cardona glass will be in your back for a year plus after you do the match um i i don't know we'll we'll have to see how far aw ends up taking it in these blood and guts matches because they brought out a nail bed in this Mm -hmm. match yeah, which is borderline too far, in my opinion. I, like, I watch death close. matches, and and I do it because if I'm watching a death match, that's what I expect in that yeah. in that space. I know there's going to be light tubes and and pizza cutters and 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 nail beds and stuff, but I don't know, man. On one hand, I think it's cool, and it's like, oh, I've never seen that before on a, on a national TV. But on the other hand, I think it's kind of second rate. You know, it makes them seem amateur. Yeah. When they're bringing out things um, that are indie, the thing like that. that I really didn't like about that nail bed is he was slammed onto it and then he like moves his back up and he's b- barely bleeding from it. It just looked yeah, fake. and you, you know, know that hurt. Yeah, you know, it had to hurt, but like it didn't 
I think like they were going like there should have been a bunch of blood on his back in the area. Yeah, the the magic to wrestling weapons is the vi- not only the sound but yeah. the visual. So you yeah. need you need one or the other. You know, with the canes, it's usually the sound, and later the visual. Yeah. With chairs, it's the sound. With with tables, it's the visual. But it, with the nail bed, you kind of get the visual, but the, there's not much. There's no sound, and there's not yeah. much blood. You know. Yeah. If you were like, it looks the- it looks yeah. crazy, but. It's like, what was the point? It just looks. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of odd. And I've never really been a big fan of the nail bed stuff. It never really hits the way that it's supposed to. Like, I understand the premise and it looks crazy, but it doesn't really show crazy, if that makes Uh sense. Um, Do you think Kota Ibushi showed off very well in this match? I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter saying that he basically did nothing. And like, why was he even in this match? I, I, um, I think he was in this match mainly because they needed a fifth guy, but it's hard to sh- to show what you can do when it's a ten man cage match. You know, I agree. Like, I don't think anybody showed what they could do. It's more of the spectacle. Yeah, I think sure. that that if if Kota Ibushi is officially signed to AW for years uh, to come, we'll eventually get banger matches because the dude is like, if if he's at peak performance, he's like top five in the world. Okay. Like he yeah. is that good. Yeah, I agree. So, um, so. I want Kota Ibushi had blood on his his butt, and it looked like he shit his pants. He's Dude, white. I why did I know you of all people would have noticed that and brought it up? I noticed it too, but I was not going to bring it up. I knew it was blood, but yes, it did look like he shit himself. I wrote it in my notes. Of, of so course, you I, did. I needed to bring You're it such up. a loser. You're like, let me watch um, this match. Huh, looks like that wrestler shitted himself. I, huh, I'm, I'm not going like to watch the match. Like. I'm like, just gonna was, I'm just yeah, gonna look at this was, dude's ass and all yeah. these all these shit marks. Hey, you know. Um no, I get it. it, it I, I did it. notice it as well. <laughs> Towards the end, the the elite like were definitely had it. Like they, they had it. And then Don Callis pulled Takeshita out of the match. I thought it was very yep. awkward. Protecting No, yeah. I liked it. He's protecting okay. his guy. That's okay. his that's that's he sees him as the future. He doesn't want him in a mm-hmm. in an obvious losing situation sure. to get battered by the elite who are all world world beaters as a team. Yeah. Like they've literally been like the team to beat in a in all of AW's like history. You know, obviously I they've like, been booked that way. But I like the idea I, of it. I think I think the execution wasn't right. It just came off as awkward and random. Like because he just see, starts I leaving. I say that room. about Pac. Uh-huh. I say that about Pac. I think Pac looked like a pussy because he's oh, yeah, supposed he to be like out. a death triangle, yeah. like like hard guy. Like he's not supposed to be like some guy that says, "Ah, screw it, I don't want to do this anymore." Now Takeshita, I get it because Callus is making him do that. Yeah, you know, and Callus is a, is a pussy. You know, no, eventually Takeshita's like- going to turn on Callus, so it's not like it's not like it was Takeshita's decision. It was it was more of a Callus thing where Callus wants. It would be like if Lesnar was in a cage match and. and back in the day and Heyman pulled him out because Heyman was like, Oh, uh-huh. oh, oh no, no, we don't need, you know, like I can understand if you're protecting your, your mm. top prospect. I, I kind of get it. So I think my main thing was like, Oh, look, we're talking a lot about cinema and wrestling. I feel like the cinematic work of this could have been a little better. Like to kind of show, I don't think it needed it. I just like, it just randomly happened because they cut from uh, them killing yuda and then it just shows him walking out and then the, the commentators kind of saved it like oh don Callis is calling him out of the ring i just thought it was kind yeah, of yeah i, I out still of disagree because okay. i think this is classic pro wrestling guy guy leaves the match type thing i think wwe's kind of ruined a lot of fans perspectives on everything needs to be a drawn out long-term storytelling piece of cinema that takes 10 minutes to do one thing 
No, you know, I, I take 10 minutes. I think just the camera needed to show Don Callis pulling him out. It literally simple two seconds. Sure. Camera. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But yeah. I, I think that the premise was explained very yeah. quickly thereafter. Just, and it didn't I matter. feel a lot of this match was just too much going on. And maybe a lot of people would see that as a good thing. Um, but it was like very hard to follow what was going on. And obviously, and I saw someone say like, Oh, this is so much more fast paced than a WWE style match. And I'm just like, I don't necessarily know if that's necessarily a good thing. Like, yeah, well, I, I would thing, like but... a I would like a combination of the two, which yeah. was the WCW old style because WWE's war games. There's a lot of laying down, like a yeah. lot. Like there's two guys wrestling while eight lay down. Like, dude, that visually looks terrible. And WWE, anytime there's a multiple man match, there's always dudes laying down. At least with AEW, there's too much going on to where you can't tell. WCW. Oh. Those matches, like I rewatched a few the other day, and Sting Squadron, there was dudes in the background who were not doing high spots, but at least fighting to where it made sense. It wasn't sure. just dudes sick tired and laying down. Like people are fighting till the last bell. Yeah. You know, like I understand um, being tired, but WWE, yeah. that last War Games match, I enjoyed it, but there was a lot of laying there yeah. in between spots. I think that last War Games match was really great for the storytelling of it all. But yeah, I, I can see what you're talking about there. Well, the bloodline was involved, so that's yeah. all it's going to be Cinema. is a story. Cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was good wrestling too, but I know what you mean. Um, the ending of this match, they choked the shit out of Yuta. Wild, wild visual of them just yes. wrapping a chain around his neck and pulling it back. And apparently um, Mox uh, called for it. Yeah, um, and then... the. The, fuck, the commentators are like they're choking him to death and i'm like oh my god it was honestly heinous um yeah so i thought it was a cool it was pretty um, brutal yeah you know it's uh, funny if you want to watch that gcw show that that me and you were talking about there was a spot in the opening match where the the one of the competitors heaters went into the match after the bell and grabbed two of the guys that were in the match and put a big old chain around their neck and was hanging uh-huh. on so oh god that that's the second time I've seen that in wrestling. People being hung by a chain, by their neck. Some so. wild stuff. Wild, wild stuff. But yeah, all right. That's all for the wrestle roundup this week. Um, let's go ahead and hear a couple words from our friends over at In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Yep. Hey everyone, my name's Soda, and I am Ethan, and we are In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. We're a NASCAR podcast, and we'd like you to check us out. Yeah, we talk about anything that's currently happening, uh, local dirt tracks, Lionel Racing, diecast cars. It, if it has the NASCAR banner, we talk about it. We do a lot of race reviews, too. You'll catch us uh, just about any week after a NASCAR race, and we'll be talking about it and all the things that's happening and preview the upcoming race, too. Uh, you can find us on all the platforms, that any, any platform that you find your podcast from, and uh, we think you'll enjoy it. And uh, got anything you want to add, Ethan? As always, peace, love. And all the above. And we'll see you in the marbles. All right, we're back. Um, we've been going so long, the whole 30 seconds. You were listening to Soda and Ethan. Just we can't. Yeah, I well, <laughs> I needed to I needed to pick up on my uh NASCAR knowledge, so yeah. But you know, if you really want to pick up on it, you should go listen to In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Well, that's um, what I was listening to. So, you know, hell yeah. Um, you know, I, right. I'm more of a NASCAR fan than you can ever claim to be. I played NASCAR 2005 Chase for the Cup 
and I won every race in career mode because I played on easy. How much NASCAR did you watch in the last week? Uh, well, I don't even know if they had a race. I assume they did. I think they did because I was watching NASCAR. It's like 10 minutes of it the other day. I had no clue. What was <laughs> you were accidentally watching a rerun, rerun yeah, of probably. <laughs> and I was oh, on a man. TikTok. Uh, I was like watching stuff on Dale Earnhardt. And it was like, oh, yeah, that's it was fun. like, it was like when he died, it was showing him hit the wall and stuff. And yeah, pretty I always like to research uh, Dale Earnhardt. Like anytime, like if I get into like a little bit of a racing mood, that's the only thing that I'll, uh, that I'll look into is like Dale Earnhardt. I think he's like very interesting. My mom loved him. She like NASCAR. Everybody did. When he died, she stopped watching it, but she had like a shrine of him uh, yep. in my childhood home. She had like a, like a weird plaque with him. I think it had a clock on it. It was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then um, tons of Americans love, love Dale Earnhardt yep. to this day. Um, so. I got in, I wouldn't say I got into NASCAR, but during the pandemic for like a week straight, I was playing the NASCAR heat video game 24 oh, sure. hours a day because like, I was laid yeah, off from fun. work and I was just sitting there playing it, like just winning all the races. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, NASCAR, go check those guys out. Um, so we're going to do a top five this week. Um, I think we also are going to do a top five next week. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con is this week. And they're showing off a bunch of new WWE action figures. I'm um, trying to stay retired. I'm going to get that big pump, pump they showed, though. Dude. That thing looks sick. And we're not going to talk about too much today. And actually, probably not anymore. But next week, we're going to do a top five favorite San Diego Comic-Con 2023 reveals. Uh, WWE. Okay. Um, okay. okay. And we might have a special guest with us. Um, so, okay. yeah. I talked to him. He said he's in. But we got to figure out if we can do it. Uh, Is it John okay. Cena? Fuck you. <laughs> you spoiled it. <laughs> oh, my bad, dude. I got excited, bro. I saw his no. DM earlier and I was, no, it's not John it's Cena. It's bigger and better than John Cena. Bigger, better, and bolder. The WWE 12 <laughs> tagline. Yeah. Um, or we could week, do the TNA 10, 10, 10 tagline. He's coming. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, just so. an explosion of water. Um, okay. Top five this week. You want to introduce the top? We are so random. I know. <laughs> talking about bad. explosions of water, and I'm talking about a random DNA storyline. We need to. We need to get on with the show. <laughs> I could have said something worse. Um, do you want to go ahead and introduce this week's top five? Yeah. So, if you've ever watched OSW Review, they do this uh, segment in all of their YouTube videos. I highly recommend them. By the way, they're they're very entertaining. Uh, they do a segment called the boy stable where their fans will make a stable of guys that they've always enjoyed or girls that they've always enjoyed, but they've, the only rule is they can never win. They've never won the world championship. Well, I brought it to Jordan's attention. Why don't we do a top five people that have never won the world championship? And so I made a list and he made a list and it's kind of a combination of guys that we like and like historical guys that should have won. So it's and mine's not in any particular order either. So. Oh well, what the fuck is the point of a top five? Gotta have well, it's just one. five guys. Just like, <laughs> oh, I could go for. I don't a know how five. you. I don't know how you could rank five people that never win the world title. It's more of a yeah, list. They've of all never, never won. won the, they've all never won the world title. <laughs> yeah, so this is the fifth most never won the world title. Like I don't know. I guess we could have done it in order of should have won, but I don't feel that's fair. Mm-hmm. So. I just did mine random. All right. Um, do you want to start with top five, number five or one of your five? 
<laughs> yeah. So my my number five is actually a current guy. It is uh, Cody Rhodes. Okay. Cody Rhodes is yet to win a major championship. And no, I don't count the NWA. That thing has been dead and gone for years. You don't count um, the Global Force Wrestling um whatever championship next, that was <laughs> it was like the next champion or whatever like yeah. dude what <laughs> no uh i think this will change but as of now cody has never won a major world championship yeah. so okay i i like that uh, i definitely think he'll win one though um yeah my number five is i think he still wrestles um but he's never won a world title and i don't think he ever will if he's still wrestling i gotta flip my microphone upside down for this um Oh, I know where you're going, Mister. No, Mister Kennedy. I'm not going to go for the whole thing. He's he's one of my honorable mentions. I I yeah. love Mister Kennedy. Um, he won the Money in the Bank. I actually watched a TikTok on him where he was explaining why he never cashed in. He was supposed to, but then he got injured, um, and had to yep. drop an edge, and he cashed in that following week. Um, Mister Kennedy was fucking awesome. Um, absolutely. If he one was of still, my favorites as a child. Yeah, same. Um, he, if he was still in ring shape. I would like to see another like run for him. Like he, he was awesome. Yes. Um, but he never won the world title. And I think he was back in impact. Like, dude, I think he would be great in the main event scene now in impact. Is he still wrestling in NWA? I I don't know. Oh, I don't know about that. I know. I know Chris masters is, and I've, I've been a big Chris masters guy for, for Chris McDonough's. I, would like I love Chris Masters back in the day too. I thought he was going to be huge deal and never was. Lock. I love that. Yeah, that was awesome. Absolutely. Until John Cena broke it. That was cool. Asshole. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, screw you, John Cena. <laughs> um, who's your number four? Uh, my number four is actually going to be Ken Shamrock. Um, okay. I I believe that he's won like an NWA TNA championship i'm don't quote me on that i could be totally off base but other than that he hasn't won a major world title um he won the intercontinental and 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 all that but he was never a world champion and i thought this dude was ahead of his time he had the mma gimmick he was legit he was badass he was just awesome you know if he if he had the correct mouthpiece with him back in the attitude era he could have been like a killer for a while like they they could have built a Ken Shamrock Steve Austin program mm-hmm. that they could have that could have been really good. Uh, but I've al- I've always thought that Ken Shamrock was was awesome as a kid. They had I I watched a tape where he did the finish with the Rock where he held the ankle lock for too long. He won the Intercontinental Championship and then held the the hold for too long and got it turned or the decision reversed mm-hmm. because he wouldn't let go. You don't see that happen too often. Very, very cool. It, it, yeah, no, it was very cool. I, I thought it was interesting when I was a kid, but he was very intense and very awesome. So Awesome. Um, my number four is a current guy. Um, current Shelton, angle? Shelton Benjamin. That doesn't count. Oh, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, the black version of Kurt Angle. I, yeah. I, love, I love Shelton Benjamin, dude. He, um, especially during Gold Standard, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, Team Angle with uh, Charlie Haas. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I just feel like he came up with that like all-star class, 2002, Batista, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, and this is the one guy who is just as talented as all of them, or at least at one point was, and never got that shot. Sure. Um, and that really We're sucked. looking at you, Vince, <laughs> you racist piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I think Shelton Benjamin definitely could have gotten to that level. Um, and should have probably never will, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, Dude, he's like a 74 overall in the WWE games. His ass isn't touching any world title. He gets <laughs> beaten like 30 seconds on raw these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, but yeah, he's definitely, I think he deserves to be on this list. He sh- he should have been world champion. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Who is your number three? Okay, also appearing on this list is Claudio Castagnoli. Um, he, I believe he's been Ring of Honor champion, but I'm not counting that. That's not a major world championship. I think he's currently a Ring of Honor champion. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He is. Um, but I don't, I don't think that that counts, in my opinion. I think you need to be top two uh, company in the U.S., so like WWE and WCW, WWE and TNA, WWE and AEW these days. Uh, yeah. And he's he's never been a, a world champion at the at any of those times, uh-huh. you know. And I think I think you could have really done it back in like 2014, back when he was like Absolutely. getting real red hot with the Andre Battle Royal and all that. I think there was an opportunity there for sure. So. Yeah, he definitely. Um, I definitely wouldn't count Ring of Honor championship. Uh, I would just I would count WCW, WWE, WWF, obviously, um, and maybe New Japan is what I would call it. It's a major world okay. championship. And New would Japan, you count TNA? Maybe in its heyday, like yes, yes. Now, like I would count day, TNA, no. like okay, I would count TNA like 05 to twenty ten. Yeah, as like no, I, yes, I, I, that counts. Yeah, yeah. but. Current day, I wouldn't consider a major world champion. No, no, sorry. No. Yeah, I, I can't even tell you who the world champion is. Same with Ring of Honor. Like, I respect them, and yes, their their world titles matter to me, but they're not a major world championship. No. They are a world championship, but not not a major. It's like winning a AAA championship in baseball. It doesn't, doesn't count as much. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was your number three. My yeah. number- uh, speaking of which, I do want to bring up real quick in the middle of this top five. Sorry. Did you know there's a Ring of Honor pay-per-view this Friday? <laughs> um, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, they've done like little to no promotion. Uh, Mark Briscoe's hurt, and they have like no matches announced. Like, I don't know what they're planning on doing, and they've only sold like three thousand tickets or, or like two thousand tickets to like a fifteen thousand seater. So, wonder wonder what the buy rate's gonna look like for that. Not me. I'll be at work. <laughs> yeah. So um, if I was home, I'd probably buy it like an idiot. So yeah. <laughs> shit yeah i had no clue um okay well my number three is a, an old school guy definitely not going to win a world title now um jake the snake roberts um oh, yep good one. i think one one of the coolest characters of all time uh one of the best promos of all time he fucking held a snake how cool is that um and he especially back in the day he, he could hold it up in the ring um i definitely think he could have been a world champion Absolutely. I think it's a case of getting in his own way a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, I, I think he did himself no favors, even in his heyday. And, uh, and, and to be fair, at the time that he should have been world champion was also like peak Hogan or, or at the end of peak Hogan. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that there was really an avenue for him to be world champion. So I, I don't fault him there. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it was kind of wrong place, wrong time. But he certainly mm-hmm. did himself no favors. But hell of a talent, could talk his ass off, and invented the DDT. Hell Definitely yeah. deserved a world title. And I'm looking at a figure of him right in front of me, and that's one of the reasons he made my list. <laughs> Dude, you always make your, like, like when we did Wrestler of the Week every week, you would always just make yep. your Wrestler of the Week 
a figure that you had, like it had just bought. You'd be like, oh, I bought this figure and I like it. That's my favorite wrestler this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, or I would look on my wall, see if I had anything hanging off. Jeez. Like, a wrestler. But yeah, but Jake the Snake definitely deserved to be a world champion at one point and unfortunately never did. Um, so who's your number two? My number two is uh, Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper, believe it or not, cool. never won a... My number two is also Roddy Piper, so go ahead. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he never won a world title. He's a legend in Portland and, and, and then made his way over to WWF and was there for years, never won a world title. Again, heyday of Hogan. Not a lot of heel champions in that era. Um, he never really got his a fair shake at, at being a nationally televised champion, even in WCW. So by the time he got to WCW, it was kind of past his heyday. So kind of sucks. So Yeah. Uh, he's one of my favorite of all time. Uh, loved his mic work. Uh, he was fun in the ring. Just you never even great... watched him live. Well, neither did I. No, I never did. You're right. But uh, that's the beauty of Peacock and documentaries and stuff um we watched his biography episode recently and it's just he's awesome um i actually was supposed to go meet him at an indie show um and i blew it off because me i hate i hate this um we had a backyard wrestling show and i went to do backyard wrestling and decided not to go meet roddy piper and he died a fucking month later and it's one of my biggest regrets as a wrestling fan. It just sucks. But yeah, Roddy Piper. Well, I mean, your backyard career was more important. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it got me real far in life. Um, but yeah, I definitely regret that. And yeah. So did you ever listen to his podcast? I've definitely listened to some of it back when he It was like, dude, this was like so early in podcasts. Like I started listening to podcasts back in like 2014 when it was just like Austin, Piper, and Jericho doing it. And I guess Jim Ross. But Cole his Cabana was like was real big into it. Oh yeah, but I never listened to it. I didn't even know yeah. Cole Cabana for the had one for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I listened to Piper's Piper's Pit, and it was the most unhinged, wild ass show I ever heard. Like he would just go on these like crazy rants about something unrelated for like ten minutes, and then he'd reel it back in, and he'd ask his guest a question, and then he'd go on another story and a rant and and all this. And dude, it was so entertaining. Like even though it didn't make any sense half the time, I still loved his show, and it really sucked when he passed away. So, yep, that's just something people do. They just go and die. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy how that how that works. That's how, yeah. I, I hear that's how life works, but that's couldn't, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't believe it. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Too young. No, it um, definitely yeah. sucks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he should have been a world champion for sure. Absolutely. Um, I'm curious if we have the same number one. Who do you have? Okay, let's do the three, two, one gimmick. Okay. Three, two, one. Scott Owen Hart. Hart. Okay. Ooh, both great selections. Scott Hall yeah. is one of my honorable mentions. I can't believe you didn't include Owen. You asked. Owen Hart is absolutely one of my honorable mentions. He's written down here. No, he's not. I swear to God, I will send you. A I, I'm kidding. Over. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, um. Owen Hart is obviously the right choice here. Um, if you didn't include Owen Hart on your list, you're a loser and a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> no, that's enough shots at Jordan. Owen Hart definitely deserved a world title, and he was definitely trending there, even though he was saddled with the Blue Blazer side quest that he was doing at the time of his death. I think that that he eventually would have gotten there um, in the early 2000s before his career winded down. I think that Owen Hart would have been world champion at some point. 
for sure. And definitely would have deserved it. So let's hear your take on Scott Hall. I so, also agree with this. Owen Hart was actually my number three. I crossed him out to write down Jake the Snake Roberts and somehow never let got him to four or five. <laughs> but I, you can actually see that. So, so you listed Mr. Kennedy instead of Owen yeah. Hart. I, I think I was trying to think of him like more modern because you were talking about yours before we recorded. You yeah. said you had two modern people. I'm like, well, who's my oh, sure. modern? And I was trying to think. And I, Mr. Kennedy, I wanted. I just wanted to talk about Mr. Kennedy. Um, One of and, my honorable mentions is uh, actually MVP. He barely missed the list. I love MVP. He's on on, on mine too because like he was when I was thinking of modern day people. I was like MVP. Uh, no, yes. I picked the other two, but um. Scott Hall, fucking, how was he not a world champion when he was Razor Ramon or even in WCW? Because Diesel and Sean were just trading it back and forth for a while. <laughs> but even in WCW, and when they were fucking writing the show, how did he not like even have it for a minute? That's just shocking. That's true. Like even after NWO's peak, I'm surprised he didn't get it in like '98 or '99 when everything even, was like a shit show. <laughs> I just honestly, I, I can't believe that. Like, and I, I think honestly, I think he was a better worker than Kevin Nash. And Honestly, I just don't think that works for me, brother. I think yeah. that's your answer. Yeah. To be honest. I, I don't know, but it just sucks that he never had one. I think even Razor Ramon could have been world champion. Sure. Maybe he would have been if he didn't leave. Um, but I think Scott Hall had an even better chance to be world champion and somehow. Oh, yeah. He, especially since he, he got to a point of, of, of his best friend running the show, Kevin yeah. Nash. And also, like, dude, you could basically just get anything you wanted in WCW at any point. Like, those dudes were able to do whatever, whenever. Yeah. So, yep. I don't know. I, I, I wish that, that he would have gotten at least a little run with it. But Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, both of our number ones were not on each of the other person's list. Um, but That is kind of crazy. I think, I think both of them are very uh, deserving to be on this list. I... Uh, Ricky Steamboat is another one. Um, Owen Hall, obviously. Mr. Perfect. Um, Vader was world champion in WCW, but not in WWE. See, that's why I disqualified Vader. I wanted yeah. to include Vader because he's my favorite, one of my favorite big men of all time. However, he was WCW champion, and yeah. that's good enough for me. Yep. So. Yeah, that's I, – I was, like, looking at a list for inspiration. He had the shitty belt, but yeah. – uh, but yeah, he was he was WCW champion. But yeah, I think that was a fun top five. Just to talk about some people that deserved to be world champion and unfortunately never were. Um, so next week we're doing SDCC reveals. Yes, with our guest. Yes. Um, okay. Or not a I'll guest. We'll see. We'll see if they want to. Yeah. Hang Hopefully it works out. Hopefully we're not hyping it up for nothing. Yeah, I but figured we we'll will. Bring him. I figure we'll bring one just for the just for the segment. Uh, sure. We can talk a little bit about S. Uh, we can talk about San Diego Comic Con. Maybe we can talk about what they're doing right now uh, with their podcast or whatever they do. Absolutely. Maybe um, get a couple opinions on his his thoughts on current wrestling. I don't know if they really keep up because I know at one point I was listening to them and they they said that they were kind of out of the loop on some of the stuff that was going on. I don't know if that's the case anymore. We're making Jeff Toon of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast this like super mysterious person. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who you're talking about because yeah. I'm talking about the guest next week. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're still gonna we're still gonna follow it up. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> no uh, it, it, hopefully, Jeff is uh, is down <laughs> to do it because we're calling him out here. And if he yeah. doesn't do it, then it's his fault. And we've led our fans to believe that we're going to promise something that we cannot deliver. 
So, Jeff, it's on you. If you don't show up, the show's a flop. Yep. And I know he listens to the show every week, so he'll hear that. And that's okay. Make- well, he we need him, or the show's but gonna flop next week. I was thinking we'll, we'll get- just do the one segment with him. So no matter when he can record, if we just if we record the rest of our podcast, we don't need to record that segment until he's ready, and we'll make sure we get it. That's back. that works for me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's awesome. Um. Very excited for San Diego Comic Con. Um. I'll be tweeting about it all week. Uh, I already tweeted all the uh, early bird. Sh- stuff they showed off today some exciting Dude, stuff between between my recent obsession of ninja turtles and yes. the reveals with those and the movie figures <laughs> that i'm going to be buying from zach and now the wwe <laughs> reveals it's hard to stay retired i'm going to buy a few turtles and i'm going to buy scott steiner and and that's about it i i need to stay retired i'm done <laughs> i need <Yeah>. to stop <laughs> I'm so. very excited. Every, every year for San Diego Comic Con, it's a like Christmas just seeing these new figures that I'm not going to have the money for. Um, yes. Awesome. I already pre- I pre ordered fucking a two pack of Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 10. Dude, it's nutty. I mean, it's a, Why? it's a cool, it's a neat pack, but it's not necessary, Jordan. You don't need it. There's nothing groundbreaking in it at all. Yeah. The only thing that is cool about it is it has a ladder that is, like looks like the ladder from WrestleMania 10. That's the okay, only yeah, thing that's sure. about it. The only thing. And, and I, I really probably, like Razor's gear. I, I have to yeah. admit that. But, but other than that, gear. you I'll don't buy, need... You just bought the Ultimates. True. And Razor. the only reason I <laughs> pre-ordered this is because I, in case I decide I want it, I just put the pre-order in. They don't charge me until they ship it. And it doesn't ship until January. So I have I have time to decide if I don't want it or not. And it, All of my... All of my Walmart pre-orders got canceled today. My Ruthless Aggression Edge and my Eddie and Ray Ultimates. I refuse, refuse to pre-order anything from Walmart or Target. It, it's the worst, it's, man. It's terrible. Um, and usually they're decent to find in stores, especially Target. Walmart's a little harder, but I will say Walmart, the last two weeks, has mine have been stacked. It, my Walmart sucks all the time, like, but I live, I live like nowhere. So yeah. and I don't have a target. I have to drive nearly an hour to go to Target. Damn. I I mean I work for a company where I'm in I I think I have 15 w- Walmarts and Targets that I go to weekly. So I'm No I'm, wonder you're always wasting money on yeah. figures. I'd be wasting money on figures too if yeah. I was in Walmart and Target all day every day. Yep. And most of my Walmarts got the SummerSlam shipper in for WWE and it has like 20 cases. Of wrestling, dude. That's just like me on the Mutant Mayhem shipper. I saw that last week, and I made a trip into town and went to Walmart just for that, and spent like a hundred and fifty dollars on turtles. Like, yikes, dude! I'm excited for that movie, so it's fun. Me too. Very excited. Um, So, before we end the show, are you Team Barbie or Team Oppenheimer? I'm going to see Barbie. However, this tomorrow I'm going to be Team Oppenheimer because my grandpa wants to go watch it, and he's a historical buff. He so I'm going to go with him. <laughs> yes, basically. No, uh, I want. I'm going to go watch Oppenheimer, but I will be watching Barbie at some point. Um, probably when it comes out on digital release, I'll check yeah. it out. Same, just like the Mario movie. I hear that's going to be on Peacock soon, so I'm definitely going to have yeah, to watch that. It's a lot of fun. I've, yeah, I've yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm excited. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to get publicly shamed for going to see Barbie in theaters opening day, but I might do it. I mean, I don't blame you. I, I'm sure it'll be entertaining. Both um, of them are getting incredible reviews, so I'm definitely. I'm going to Ninja them. Turtles uh, opening night. Me I've too. got a bunch of buddies that want to go, just, but I think I think that's going to be a lot of a lot of older 
yeah. people too because Turtles is an older franchise. So it, I, I don't really, think that going to Barbie is all that bad because no. it's it's something that's been around for so long, you know. I I used to have the excuse uh, to see these more childish movies because I have a little brother, but now he's almost seventeen years mm-hmm. old and he's all grown mm. up looking, and I can't say, oh no, it's for my little brother, and he just looks like a fucking twenty year old man. Um, yep. so I don't have that excuse anymore. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our show for this week. Um, next week we'll, we're going to talk about San Diego Comic Con a little bit. We're not going to like go like full force into um, all the reveals because that's full disposable's job, and we want to keep them yeah. in work. Um, <laughs> so, but we want to. But I, we do got to touch on a few cool things, and that's why there we're has been a few this. cool things already. Yeah. So, hell I'm yeah. Excited. Um, and then we're gonna have Jeff on here anyway, so he's gonna promote his podcast. Um, so yeah, um, but yeah, go listen to Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast if you want to hear about wrestling figures, and they're gonna have a full detailed review of San Diego Comic Con next week. I'm sure of that. Um, also, we have Tales from the Estate, uh, Drew and Caitlin. Um, they're talking about going, coming visiting Hershey, Pennsylvania, uh, in the last show. So I would love to meet them. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna come knock on your door. Yeah, they might. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, they're asking about if Hershey is appropriate for their, their children. I said, maybe they're a little young, but I mean, I think w- when kids are that young, Hershey is fun to go to for the parents. Cause you're going to have those pictures. Don't they them. have, don't they have like a chocolate water park or something? They have a, a full amusement park or amusement for, park. Sorry. I yeah. said water park, but I, I like mean, a there, chocolate theme. <laughs> yeah. It's called Hershey park. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah, I used to that's for there. kids, right? Yeah. But they're like really little kids they are like not even two years old. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a little different. Um, but um, I think you could definitely take the kids, take pictures, you're gonna have cute p- pictures of your kids to yeah, I, I think it's definitely worth it if it's not like that Yeah, already. drown your children in, in vats of chocolate Willy Wonka style on accident. <laughs> uh yeah, don't do that. Um but yeah. Yeah, uh, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, in the Marvels of Soda and Ethan NASCAR podcast and the three brews podcast with Ty and his brothers. Uh they talk about a bunch of random stuff and they, they review beer, and I think that's fun. Um beer nasty. I don't like beer. It tastes like hops and ugh. Um, but no. Uh anyway. <laughs> I just like NASCAR. Yeah. No. Um yeah, so that's our show this week. Go listen to all of our friends and come back next week for more stolen gimmicks. Here and bide my time As long as it takes to get What's rightfully mine